Hello, this is Saeed Zaman from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 14th of March. The Supreme Court of India today rejected the central government's curative petition seeking additional compensation for the victims of the Bhopal gas tragedy. The plea which sought additional compensation of rupees 7844 crore rupees from the United States based Union Carbide Corporation was filed in 2010 by the United Progressive Alliance government. According to Bar and Bench, Justice Kishan Kaul said taking up the matter would open a Pandora's box. The Bhopal gas tragedy took place in December 1984. At least 4000 people were killed and thousands more died in subsequent years due to the effects of the gas leak. In its petition the center had sought the re-examination of the Supreme Court's 1989 judgment that had fixed the compensation at 470 million dollars. The union government contended that the figure was based on incorrect assumptions of the number of deaths, injuries as well as losses and did not take into account the subsequent environmental degradation. The settlement was based on an earlier toll of 3000 deaths and 70000 injuries, but the curative petition has put the death number at 5295 and injuries at 527,894 but the bench said that the previous settlement could be set aside only on grounds of fraud for which the center in its plea made no argument the bench said it was unsatisfied with the union government for not furnishing any rationale for raking up the issue decades later the apex court today also directed the center to use a part of the compensation amounting to rupees 50.25 crores lying with the reserve bank of india to clear pending compensation claims reported live law lakhs of maharashtra government employees staged a strike today demanding the restoration of the old pension scheme according to the indian express the protests were largely seen in areas outside mumbai and mumbai metropolitan region outside government offices this is after talks on march 13th failed between the state government and the employees union paramedics working in hospitals run by the state government and civic bodies Sanitation workers and teachers have also joined the strike at a time when examination for class 10th and 12th are underway. The employees gathered outside various government offices and hospitals raising slogans like only one mission restore old pension. The Maharashtra government ended OPS in 2005 and replaced it with a new pension plan that in contrast to the previous one deducted the pension payment from employees income. On March 13th, Maharashtra Chief Minister Eknath Shinde had formed a committee of senior bureaucrats to look into the employees' demand and report within a specific time frame. Shinde and Deputy Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis had also appealed to the workers to call off the strike. Listeners, the stock of the Adani Group nosedived following allegations of stock manipulation and market fraud made in the Hindenburg report. The report said that the company that audits the accounts of Adani Gas and Adani Enterprises, Shah Dandaria and Co LLP did not seem capable of conducting a complex audit my colleague basant kumar recently dug up some interesting details about the firm you can read about it in his report titled the hindenburg files the curious case of adani's new auditor we have been able to bring you such reports because we are funded by you and not by corporations or the government your support is all we ask for if you aren't a subscriber already become one today subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free A subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The Supreme Court today said that the trial in the Lakhimpur Khairi case is not slow-paced and asked the concerned sessions judge to continue keeping it informed of ongoing developments. PTI reported. A bench of justices Surya Kant and J K Maheshwari made these remarks while hearing the Lakhimpur Khairi violence case. 
Attorney Prashant Bhushan, representing the families of victims, had told the court about his concerns with the slow pace of the trial. Bhushan said roughly 200 prosecution witnesses need to be questioned. The case pertains to the death of eight people in Lakhimpur Kheri on October 3, 2021, during the protests against the farm laws. The Uttar Pradesh Police FIR claims that Ashish Mishra was driving an SUV that ran over four farmers and a journalist. The ensuing violence resulted in three more deaths. The bench today also said that the eight-week interim bail granted to Ashish Mishra in the case would continue to operate. Mishra, son of Union Minister Ajay Mishra, was granted interim bail on January 25th. Rashtra Janta Dal leader Sunil Rai, who had contested as an independent candidate from Chapra Assembly seat, was allegedly abducted today from his office in Bihar's Southern District by unidentified persons, Indian Express reported. According to a statement issued by Saran police, a special investigation team has been constituted to investigate the case. The police are studying CCTV footage and said all efforts are being made to trace Rai and nab those responsible. According to preliminary findings, Rai was kidnapped because of a disagreement over property or land. A complaint was filed against unknown criminals regarding the alleged kidnapping. According to a police officer with knowledge of the situation, a special squad of the Saran police has questioned Rai's family members and families in his neighbourhood. The police believes that several people who knew Rai called him under the pretense of meeting him outside the village. Rai arrived at the location but the miscreants grabbed him and dragged him inside the vehicle. After the abduction, BJP leader Shahzad Punawala tweeted about the law and order situation in the state, saying issues like rape, loot, murder and kidnapping were making news every day. China today announced that it will reopen its borders to foreign tourists and resume issuing visas on Wednesday for the first time in three years since the COVID-19 pandemic began, Associated Press reported. The decision comes after authorities last month declared victory over the virus. China is one of the last significant nations to reopen its borders to travellers. Visa-free entrants will once again be available in parts of China that did not require them before the outbreak, according to the government. Visa-free entry will once again be available to visitors from Hong Kong, Macau and Asian nations. Also, it stated that Beijing would relax its limitation in the number of locations such as Hainan Island cruise ships passing through Shanghai ports. The notice did not specify whether vaccination certificates or negative COVID-19 tests would be necessary. To try to stop the virus, China had adhered to a strict zero-COVID policy that included abrupt lockdowns and daily COVID-19 testing before abandoning most aspects of the policy in December in the face of mounting criticism. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.